Welcome to Venture in the South, a podcast devoted to angel investing in the southeastern United States. I am your host, Paul Clark, and with my friend and fellow angel investor, David Grizel, we have over 90 startup investments in the southeast. We hope to share some southern hospitality as you join us to Venture in the South. Hello, this is David in Venture in the South. Our episode today is with Steve. Steve is an angel investor that's been active in Venture South, and he has his own business career. And so we thought his experience would be of interest to other angel investors that are just getting started or want to get started. And they can learn from the perspective that Steve brings to the table with his experience. So Steve, can you just give us a brief background about you know, who you are, what your career has been like. Oh, sure, David. Yes, I spent uh, many years with DuPont uh, Chemical Company. It's about an $80 billion company in uh, the Philadelphia area and five years in Tokyo. There I was responsible for information systems. So I was the director of information systems for DuPont Japan and a bunch of stuff across Asia Pacific. After that, I moved on to be the vice president and CIO for Bowater Pulp and Paper for many years. So I have an extensive background in technology and also with acquisitions, mergers, divestitures, both companies, always acquiring and divesting. After Bowater uh, Pulp and Paper, I had several years at Bilo. And of course, those of you in Greenville area are very familiar with Bilo. We had 750 stores, about 3 billion revenue. And I was the director of IT for uh, for Bilo, including responsibility for point of sale all the way to payroll. And my 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 last job before I retired was in uh, uh, distribution retail or, or, or distributing building products distribution with a company called Guardian Building Products. I was responsible for IT with that company. How did you get involved in dealer financial? <laughs> so, yes. So uh, I got involved in dealer financial when I was working for Bilo. A young man working for me decided he's going to leave Bilo and start up uh, start up used car uh, lots, three used car lots. So I said, "Hey, hey, his name is Patrick." I said, "Hey, Patrick, I'll, I'll lend you some money to get started with your used car lots." So that's how I discovered floor planning. And later on, I brought in a. Uh, I sat down with uh, my current partner, Dan Haight. He said, hey, Dan, we're getting paid. I'm getting paid a pretty hefty uh, interest rate on this uh, floor planning stuff. And Dan and I sat down at a sushi lunch and decided to make it into an ongoing business. Now we've been in business with floor planning for eight years. So that was my first venture as an uh, entrepreneur. What got you interested in angel investing? Well, after, after that... Uh, uh, again, while I was at Bilo, I invested in Active Ed, which was run by a friend of mine who also happened to be on the board, board of a charter school with me. So Active Ed goes into schools with a program to keep, especially little boys, occupied and active while they learn numbers and letters and reading, etc. So that was my first non-floor planning angel investment. And at that point, joined UCAN. And uh, at this, just to, to fast forward a little bit now, I'm into, uh, with my partner, Dano, we're into 12 uh, investments with uh, Venture South. Okay. 
So let me just give the listeners a little background on UCAN. So UCAN was the precursor to Venture South. It was an angel group in Greenville, South Carolina, that then expanded into other adjacent communities and adjacent states and became Venture South. And so it was a smaller group and has grown larger. And so tell me about what was the attraction of joining that group and what is the ongoing attraction of that group? Well, my, my attraction is I learn a lot from joining that group. So we learn, even though I work for three different industries, chemicals, retail, grocery, and distribution, I love learning. So go in and learn about all these different companies, their startups, their passions. And I think that's my attraction. It's, it's, a, it's a learning process for me. It's sort of a, learn, I, I call it learn, teach, learn. I learn a lot. I can help the guys out with due diligence in areas that I know about, and then we go back and learn a lot again. So I think that's that's my passion for it. Now, you indicated that you have a number of investments, uh, angel investments. Can you just give us an idea of whether you have a theme or how you selected your investments? And so what what was the lead up to these different investments? How, how, do, how do you look at those? Well, as, as you know, David, uh, Venture South has a as a very robust due diligence process. So I think number one, we follow and see what the due diligence process reveals during the, the course of the diligence. And that, that includes uh, actual visits to the sites or locations to see what the products are, see how they're accepted by the customers. In some cases, if it's related to the food industry, which I'm familiar with, we go in and do some taste testing. So if the food tastes good, we're likely to invest. <laughs> if the food doesn't taste any good, which was the case in one of the due diligence, somebody said, this stuff tastes like crap. So we <laughs> said, what? The food that tastes like crap is probably not what we're going to invest in. So you could do, you could actually go and see what the products are and see how well accepted they are. Uh, we're, uh, Kevin asked me to take a look at, Kevin from Venture South asked me to take a look at a company called hot drive, which gives drives cars back and forth from your, your home to the dealership for maintenance. They don't transport you. They transport the car back and forth. So this is part of the fun of it. So to get an idea of whether hot drive, hop drive, it's H O P D R I V E hop drive would be a, a good play or not. I went over to visit my local BMW dealer. And then I talked to some of the principals over at fairway Ford to see what they thought about a service to pick up a car and take it over the maintenance and bring it back. And the guy at BMW told me customers hate bringing their cars into the maintenance line. They hate it. They love it. They would love this service. So that's how I learned something. I have fun doing it. That I can take that back to the due diligence process of Venture South. So give us an idea of how much money you're willing to invest in a particular startup and what makes you put a price on your investment in terms of like, oh, I want to invest $5,000 in this. I want to invest $50,000 in that. So just give us some idea of how you allocate your assets. Well, with my, uh, with my valued business partner, Dan Haight, we're generally investing between five and 10000 per investment. So we haven't gone big time in 50. So we're spread across a bunch of opportunities within the five to 10,000 range. Because even with a lot of due diligence, and you can see from the stats, it's kind of 
still a pretty risky business, right? So we don't want to put all our eggs in one basket. So what we try to do is to find find enough investments that pay off, and that keeps us going with the investments that maybe didn't quite pay off. So we're we're kind of paying our own way with good investments that pay off, and then we take a little more risk in some other investments. But we're we're our theory is let's spread across the board because the best we can do is 60-40, Do you have some memorable bad outcomes? Actually, we, we don't have any memorable bad outcomes. Uh, I think every one we've invested in, there, there are four or five that are close to exits, like we heard, heard over the past few days. So, so far, we've been doing reasonably well with our investments. So your your skill we just, maybe we've just been lucky. Your your but skill or luck has been good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So we we're going to try to keep it going with our current current investment strategy. Five or ten in the ones that we think are going to be good investments. And what have been your high points in your angel investing career? The things that you you dream about and you think about. Wow, if I could just do that again. <laughs> well, we we. Uh, well, David, you and I were sitting in co-works the other day together, right? Next to each other. Uh-huh. So we passed on co-works and we kind of wish we had gone in co-works. That was one that we passed on initially. So we kind of wish we'd gone in co-works because the, uh, the young man, the CEO of co-works just gave a, a great story. And, uh, after his presentation, I asked him, Hey, since you're into, uh, since you're into, uh, office parks, so we have this other business, mobile car washing. I said, hey, we, we, we're thinking we might be able to advertise with you to do mobile car washing at office parks, which we're already doing. And he's already got VentureX up there on his board, and we are doing mobile car washing for VentureX here in Greenville. And I uh, said, well, he may be able to help us get into uh, office parks in Charleston and Columbia, where we are also. So I think tying two or three things together and coming up with a, uh, a set of uh, links to other people and other businesses and making that happen is, is very, very exciting and just a lot of fun. So I think that that kind of stuff would be the high points. Trying to take uh, two plus two and make it five be a lot, is just a lot of fun. Just for some background for our listeners. Um, yeah, I was going to say, now this IHOP thing, if uh, – if the CEO of IHOP wants to talk to Fairway Ford, I have a in over there with the owners. So he said he, the owner said he'd be glad to take a call from IHOP. So we can help the IHOP guy out too. And, and that's very, uh, that's just very satisfying. Help somebody else be successful. Let's all be successful and help make each other successful. I think that's, David, I think that's the, well, I keep going back to Venture South. Venture in the South is brought to you in part by the Rolling South Fund, a rolling fund focused on startups in the Southeast. The Rolling South Fund allows individual investors to invest in our selected Southern startups quarterly with a minimum of just $5,000. For more information and to go invest, visit rollingsouth.vc. Yeah, that's a great example of one of the value adds that um, angels can bring to the table is the network and connect some of the founders to uh, people in in the angel network that they otherwise would never have been able to hook up with. And it can be a business opportunity. It can be an informational opportunity. It can be a leadership opportunity, a lot of opportunity there that the investors bring to the founders. And just for the listeners, for some background to um, 
the the startup you're talking about um, um, what, what they do is they they have a SaaS platform for managing co-working space and um, it has been reasonably successful and particularly gotten a boost from the pandemic and so what Steve's talking about is a synergistic effect of advertising with this platform that can actually increase the attractiveness of the platform because what what they're doing now is uh, creating an app for individuals to find a co-working space wherever they want. And they're looking at the amenities the co-working space offers and using that to decide, well, where do I want to go work this week? And Steve's talking about adding some car amenities. So when they're at this co-working space, they can get their car washed or the oil changed or whatever. And so it's an additional reason to consider that co-working space. So a great example of the synergy that uh, investors can bring to the table for founders and help both. So that's great, Steve. And, and uh, I'm, I'm really I'm really uh, excited to see how that goes with CoWorks and and whether that actually ends up working. Okay, Steve, so you've gone through the things that got you to angel investing, the things that you're doing now. Um, tell us what what really strikes you going forward that what you want to do going forward in angel investing. Do you want to expand into different areas? Are you agnostic to industries? Do you want to put more money into it? Do you want to put less money into it? Talk about the future. Well, number one, we're definitely going to put more money into it. After the summit, we picked out a couple of companies that we either want to start for the first time investing or put more money into a current investment. So uh, the summit was uh, certainly it was a, just a uh, fantastic opportunity to see a whole bunch of companies pitch. And so we are going to put more money in. We're going to pick, put uh, put some into some of those new investments out there. So there's no question about that. We're fairly agnostic to the uh, industry or the opportunity uh, because we rely on the whole due diligence process. We rely on our own common sets. You know, what's the competition look like? Are the are the principles passionate about what they're trying to deliver. Does the deal look pretty good? So we're fairly agnostic, but let me just preface, uh, just add to that saying, if there is a industry like food or information technology or car related that we have some little extra expertise in, then we are uh, gonna wanna be on those due diligence teams and get more insight into the opportunity. So we're fairly agnostic, but we try to get a due diligence teams that we have some knowledge that we can bring some some past experience to the table. So tell us a little bit about the summit. What what was that about and what was valuable about that to you? Well, the summit had a couple of things. Uh, pitches from companies that Venture South is currently invested in, pitches from new companies, and then a, uh, uh, a wrap up uh, of the last year or so with Venture South and how the due diligence scoring has played in that. And uh, as you recall, the, the, uh, the companies that have paid off had a due diligence score in the, about the 1.0 range. And the companies that weren't so successful had a due diligence score, if I remember correctly, about the 0.8 range. So there's not only two tenths of a difference in the average scores between the successful companies and the not so successful companies. So that uh, 
that means we have some areas to improve in the due diligence process to see if we can widen the gap between what's going to be successful and not successful. And I think that was a that was a great learning at the end of the meeting. Besides seeing all these pitches from all these CEOs that are just uh, they're delightful to hear and see how uh, how well they're all doing. So tell us uh, going forward, what would be your top pieces of advice for another angel investor that might be interested in going down this path? How would you advise them in terms of getting started and figuring out what what to do? Yeah, I'd say number one is is uh, based on that uh, investor's background, interest, uh, knowledge of an industry or more, uh, get yourself on a due diligence team that's looking at companies in an area where you are familiar and do that a few times. And then you'll get a sense of how, how thorough the due diligence process is, what you can add to it, and then uh, branch out into areas that you are not so familiar with. So you can provide guidance and learning to the due diligence team in an industry that you have experience in, and then jump on some due diligence teams where you're not that you're not as familiar with. For example, I'm not as familiar with pharmaceutical, but we have invested in pharmaceutical companies. So I learned something. And I learned how thorough the due diligence process is, even for industries that I have really no skill in or, or knowledge of. So I jump in, get your toe wet in some area that you're familiar with, some company that's working in an industry that you that you are familiar with. I'll give you a specific example that Remember the uh, the presentation on uh, sensors for rotating equipment, David, uh-huh. in our sessions? Yeah. Yeah. So I was on that due diligence team the first time around, and that's an area I'm familiar with from working in industry and big paper companies, lots of rotating machines, lots of safety issues. So that was one that I was on the due, due diligence team for. So I understood something about that particular industry as well as the IT behind it. So that would be an example of one I could be additive to, but then I've also been on due diligence teams I had no knowledge of, but I say jump on one that you can be additive to. You just kind of, you get it, get your comfort level up with a due diligence process because due diligence process is really going to be key in the long run to uh, successful investments. How much time do you spend on this activity? And, and I ask that in the context of you have this other job with, uh, you know, the, the floor plan business, um, and you know, financing uh, used cars to used car dealers, and that's a pretty <clears throat> substantial business. Keeps you busy. Um, so, how much time do you have to carve out for your angel investing? We you know what I'll do is uh, just like this interview. If they ask me to, if Kevin or one of the guys or Paul or Charlie or whoever asked me to participate, in one that I have knowledge of, I will make time to do it. So. I've always got time for the the Venture South guys to do uh, if they ask me to help out with something. Absolutely. So what's nice about being retired and working on a couple of businesses is, and I've got a great partner with Dan Haight and great partner with Paul Clark on the mobile car washing business and Dan Haight that uh, we can cover for each other when we want to go participate in something like this. So participating is not is not a problem. I think what I do is try to pick out areas that I can be additive to. So Kevin called me up last week or sent me an email said, Hey, can you uh, advise us this hot drive opportunity? So I spent several hours doing that and talking 
couple of car dealers about hop drive. So I, I don't know how many hours I spend a month, hours a month in areas where I'm asked for assistance, like with hop drive. Okay. So it's in terms of breaking up your time. You say you spend 5% of your working time on angel investing or something more. Oh, I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably a five to 10% or probably a five percenter. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. That was amazing background and very interesting story. And, uh, I don't know why you refer to yourself as retired because you seem like you're working all the time to me. <laughs> so, but thanks for your time and we enjoyed the conversation and hopefully we'll talk again sometime in the future. All righty. Call Spiffy and get your car washed. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. That's one thing you got to do as an entrepreneur. You always got to be out there selling. <laughs> I hear you. Well, that's why I hope the stop. listeners will will uh, subscribe to our podcast and rate us. So thank you, <laughs> listeners. This podcast is supported in part by Venture Carolina, an educational nonprofit. The Venture Carolina team and its partners are focused on supporting educational events in the Southern startup ecosystem. Our team is built from successful entrepreneurs, investors, venture capitalists, board members, and executives that want to give back. Visit us at VentureCarolina.org. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. If so, consider subscribing and leaving us a positive review. Visit us at VentureInTheSouth.com to learn more about angel investing in the Southeast and for a complete list of previous and future shows. Please contact us if you have any comments, requests, or a great idea for our show. And please join us next time as we venture in the South. Venture in the South.